Welcome to the Close Friends No Filter Podcast. I'm Stephanie. I'm Anu. And I'm Laura. And in our experience, nothing spreads faster on social media than rumors about what does and doesn't work on social media. Social media changes fast, and there's no shortage of bad advice, outdated tips and tricks, baseless urban legends, and myths begging to be busted. And that's where we come in. With a combined 25 years in the industry, we're here to help you sift through 10,000 pounds of regurgitated social media BS and get to the truth so you can stop stressing over gossip and start focusing on growing your business. Okay, we are back for another episode of Close Friends No Filter, and I'm super excited because today on episode five, we are talking about rumor, feature, or hack. So in this episode, we are talking about the gatekeeping, rumors, and how experts dramatize new features and position it as if they came up with it as a hack. And on a previous episode, Manu put me on the spot and said, what is gatekeeping? And I know what gatekeeping is, but I don't, I didn't really explain it that well. So I have a a Webster dictionary definition ready to go. So gatekeeping is the activity of controlling and usually limiting general access to something. So in the context of social media, we see it a lot with people gatekeeping their resources or their sources for where they get information. You'll often see, you'll say to someone, oh, like, where did you read that crazy fact about Instagram? And they'll say, oh, a friend of a friend works at Instagram. Instagram and told me on the down low. So that is the kind of gatekeeping we are talking about today and the tomfoolery behind rumors and hacks being labeled as hacks when they're actually a general feature of Instagram. So I'm really excited to chat about that today. I love it. I also love your use of the word tomfoolery. <laughs> I, mean, I, I couldn't think of what else to use. So I was like, that is a good word it here. It is a good word. And can I start just saying that if something is not public, that Instagram came out and said it, if someone works at Instagram, can we agree that they're not going to just start gossiping to everybody like a super secret secret like, secret yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's not going to happen if they do they'll have to kill you yeah. that's what I say always so yeah. right. it's a secret society <laughs> they're going to have to yeah bring you in yeah like you. that is not a source right <laughs> Steph I know you have lots of feelings about that too right I just have a lot of feelings about like we've talked about calling something a hack when it's actually a feature right and it's just like labeling something I always think I get the mental picture of like those really funny satirical like life hack videos that people do that are like the most ridiculous like way or because a hack you know we've defined what gatekeeping is but a hack should make something shorter or like get you to the the end result like save you time but it's not like a functionality of the thing it like gets you around like a boundary or some sort of roadblock that doesn't yet exist it's finding an ingenuous way to solve a problem or a loophole It's sort of like labeling using a feature as a strategy, right? Like here's my strategy for Instagram stories. And I, it's like, and then they teach you some aesthetic way of like posting a story and adding a poll. And it's like, that's not necessarily the strategy. Like that's just a feature of an Instagram story. They created that way for you to communicate and to gather information from your people. Your strategy is like, what's it doing and how are you using it? And how are you engaging them? And like, you know, everything, everything that comes around it. So I think calling that a feature or calling that a hack or a strategy is also like, it's mislabeling. And it just I think it's confusing for people. But when it comes to gatekeeping, for sure, the idea that like, people have this secret information that they're not sharing is a great marketing tactic for the gurus of social media marketing, right? It's like, you have information, and I have to buy your program to get it. And then people are I've heard from so many people over the years, and I'm sure you both have too. they get into a program. And they're like, I'm just nervous, because normally I get into, I've taken a bunch of different social media courses, and they just teach me stuff 
that I already knew or that I could have Googled. And it's like, well, they're not necessarily teaching you anything. They're just really good at marketing the secret of what's behind the closed curtain or the, or the back door. So I, I think that's like a really crappy practice to pretend that you have information that's going to help someone when it's really just like the surface level stuff we could all Google. I would love to expand on that a bit because I don't know if we talked about this or if I talked about this with my therapist. Um, but <laughs> I know. I talked to my. I know. I love that you're confused about which, which, which who, group who was it. it um, but we were talking about like why this is a phenomenon right now. Why people speak in like clickbaity titles. Was that us? That's your therapist. Okay. <laughs> So we were talking about like why this is a thing right now, why people talk like this. And she was saying, this is how we consume media now. Like we want to hear the secret, the hack, the tip, the trick. Like we don't have the attention span anymore because we are in like year two of the panorama, the panini, the Panasonic, whatever we're calling it. <laughs> and it is like, it's changed our brains and how we consume information. So I've noticed like even I sometimes. It's I'll year have, three of the I'll, panini, Is by it the year way. three? I'm done. I'm done. But I'm guilty of it too. Like I'll go to write a caption and I'll be like this thing. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing it. And it's like not on purpose. But I think it's okay. Yeah. I don't think it's a problem to say, yeah, this is a hack to do this. If you found a hack yeah. to solve that problem and you're teaching that hack, here's a hack to do this. It's totally fine yeah. to talk about that. I think the problem is to talk about that and say, you can click on edit and you change yeah. your caption and then it's fixed. Like, that's not a hack, yeah. it's a feature, you know? So I think, yeah, I don't think it's a problem to, to have that quick, you know, catchy, baity yeah. headline if there is a bait. If you're not, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just like, what's on the other side of that door? Yeah, when we walk through the door. There has answers. to be bait. Yeah. <laughs> and by answers. the way, can I go back yeah. to another term that I despise? And I'm a Scorpio. I don't have like in-betweens. It's either love or hate here. I'm a Scorpio rising, so I understand it completely. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why I love you so much. Let's talk about the term guru. Because someone who's been yes. working with social media for three years. Yes. And are calling themselves a guru. Like, that's not what it is. And the other thing is... A real guru doesn't have to say they're a guru, right? Have you ever said a guru saying, hey, I'm, I'm your guru? Let's talk about 2020 being politically correct. Guru is a complete appropriation. It's yeah. not okay to use that term. I love how, how the woke people are like, I'm a guru, but also, you know, I, I call everybody the right pronouns, but I'm using uh, cultural appropriation in everything else I do. But I think like if you're not really like a Buddhist leader, like don't call yourself a guru. That reminds me of our friend Carol Bartisano from the Digital Buzz. She had a post. It was like red flags and it was like self-anointed titles. Yes. And like whenever I see someone that says like, I am the Instagram goddess or whatever. And it's like, are you? <laughs> that like... was me. To talk... no, <laughs> Calling you out. Let me go to all my notes that I have to call you out with. <laughs> but that's like a real thing. Like people will often say like, I'm an Instagram goddess or the queen of something like that's weird i don't know one don't thing know. that i've always done in my business and you guys may have noticed that but i try to keep my terms pretty normal <laughs> like so my no. classes are not master classes i get yeah. i don't have a problem with master class i think if you have this one thing that you do once a year whatever you can call it a master class if it's something big I do classes yeah. every month for my members. They're classes. They're not like, you know, the yeah. lecture of your lifetime. They're classes. They're damn good classes. But I just call them classes. The word hack yeah. is something that I avoided for the longest time because 
To be honest, I have lots of strategies and I, I consider myself a very smart strategist, but I don't have a tone of hacks, the things that are, I mean, yeah. sure, I have some little hacks. I'll give an example of what, one thing that is a hack. So we kind of set the tone, but like, for example, one time I realized that going to the explore page on Instagram, that animated square feed posts yes. took four times the space of a static feed post in the explore page and twice the space that a reel would get on the explore page. So a hack to get more space and more visibility and stand out on the explore page is to add video to a square post. That's a hack, yeah. right? So I think like, sure. And it's a hack. I have no problem calling it a hack, but yeah, I think sure. everything like a trick is not a hack, you know, yeah. you know, all the time. So I think uh, I just feel like our industry needs a little more transparency, you know, does, does going back to the title of this episode. What about rumors? Because that's also part of the title of this episode, because I know we have that rumors are everywhere on social media. And oftentimes, and like we were talking about with the gatekeeping, I think they go hand in hand because people will use like fake gatekeeping to help spread their rumor. It's like they don't have the sources that they can cite. And I remember, I think it was, I got, you know, again, we're in year three of the panorama. So I can't even remember when this happened, but it was the, I think it, it, it went viral on Twitter first. It was that post about saves being the new like. And within like moments, because that thing spread so fast on Twitter, then they ended up on Instagram. And everyone that I know, like, you know, reputable agency owners and like people that like usually share good information we're just like spreading this infographic around and I was like googling and googling like when did the algorithm change who said this right like who said this I know right. who said this who did you know who this? said oh, this I don't know I don't even I didn't do the the research to look at the originator <laughs> I saw exactly where it started later had a really good article when Instagram started testing hiding likes to be visible to the public that people mm -hmm. freaked out because of people making other people freak out you know like it was the end of influencer marketing as we can see, it's gone, right? It ended two years ago. Right. Anyway, yeah, so oh, all yeah, of this yeah. exaggeration. But what happened is that later mentioned a quote from the founder of Four, I think, mm. talking about that people would put more emphasis into... Oh, no, I know exactly what he talked about. He was not wrong. He said, saves is like a super like because... Yeah. It means that people liked it a lot and not like it, that is a metric that is twice as important yeah. as like as a metric. He meant like yeah. when a person is Personally, saving something for yeah. you, it feels like a super like because they like it so much they want to go back to they it. They want to go back to it. They but really like it. Yeah. the yeah. first per and I remember reading it and I'm like, people are going to distort it. I swear to you, this was like in 2008, 17 or 18. I think 18. Uh, okay, it was in 18. Preponini then. Yeah. yeah. So I remember this happening and then when I saw stuff popping up, the super likes, I knew that they got it from there because that's the expression the guy used on his quote yeah, gotcha. and it was nothing what he was saying completely distorted and then starts this ridiculous humor that saves are a super like and nothing else matters anymore but let's get saved it was kind of like when the non-chronological feed went away and everybody was like follow me because you're never going to see me again if you don't remember everyone was sharing that graphic that was like click here to get notifications not follow but like the notif notify when i post again So it was like everyone was doing that for a lot. I usually see a lot like crafts business or graphic artists or something that they, they just find that somewhere they post it like that's why my engagement has been so bad. And then that post goes viral like crazy. So you see the gurus, the self-entitled yeah. gurus 
start posting that because they want to go viral. Right. Well, because it's controversial and it's like, it, 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 you know, what do we, we know for a fact that content that is like that causes outrage. And this is like kind of a, you know, on the spectrum of like feeling outrage because all of the sudden none of your strategies are going to work. And all of a sudden you have to learn something new and, oh my God, they don't want us, they want us to fail, right? Like you get to be outraged by something like that. And I think, again, it goes back to like the black hat of gatekeeping and maybe a little bit of being clickbaity without having something behind the curtain and just not having like, you know, an actual like strategy to stand on and just like kind of building a business or in a way that is getting people upset. Like it's just, you know, ruffling feathers and shaking people. And we know that we know what that is. We've seen it like recently. What's another rumor that we recently saw? If you use a scheduling platform that you're going to, it's going to negatively impact your reach. And I'm like, these are all like, why would Facebook who has created the creator studio then also negatively impact it? It gives you this feature and then says, we're not going to like let your stuff and even the platforms like later and all these platforms like they are official partners of instagram and facebook like instagram makes money every time someone schedules something on those platforms you know like right it's just so silly like laura what do you when you see something information on instagram or when you're scrolling through any social media platform and you see someone say something that you're like wait a second or like is this information or did i miss this news like what do you do like what's your first sort of like reaction to that honestly like i get really annoyed so this is something i've been working on i like did a post on this a few months ago i like just pulled it up because i was like curious to see when i posted it so like in may i was talking about like why I get like super outraged by it. And I like kind of made a vow to myself that I wasn't going to address those things on Instagram anymore because then it becomes like, I don't know what to call it. Like a, like a, like a shouting match because it's like, they're saying like, if you schedule, then you're in trouble. And then if I'm saying, no, you're not, it just becomes like loud and I don't want to contribute to that. So if I read something that I'm like, mm, that's a little suspicious. I'll just Google it. Like I have no shame in Googling it. It's like, if there is a crazy new feature where Instagram like punishes you for editing your captions, like there's gonna be news about it. And I Google it, that's it. And then of course you check the source and like make sure that it's reputable. It's not like some someone who said that their cousin who works at Instagram told them the secret. And then, you know, go from there. Or The Verge or something. Yeah. Go to Adam Mosseri's like Instagram or Twitter account. Twitter is a great place to confirm those rumors. So that's kind of like the route that I'll follow. But yeah, I try not to get like sucked into it anymore because yeah, it is super frustrating. And then like, Manu, I know you can relate to this. Is like you get so many messages from people being like, is this true? Is this true? Oh my goodness. And it's like, I'm a very sensitive person. So like, I take on that energy and I get upset for them. First, Laura just lied because when she says something like that, what she does is she eye rolls and sends She's it to me via DM. In our chat, like, what is this? I message to you guys, like, what the hell? Yeah, I lied. That's my first step. This episode is sponsored by the Reels Report membership. If you're spending hours each week scrolling for trending sounds or Reels ideas, we can help. Take back your time by joining the Reels Report membership. Each week we send out four trending sounds along with ideas on how to make them apply to your business. When you join the Reels Report membership, you also gain immediate access to our class library, including lessons on hashtags, selling with Reels, and more. Our members have had Reels hit multiple millions of views, grown their accounts to 10K and beyond, and most of all, they're saving time and having fun with Reels. If you're ready to start showing up on Reels consistently, join the Reels Report today. Get your first week for free with the code NOFILTER at www.bsquared.social forward slash CFNF. Yeah, but what Laura was saying is like, this is the thing like, oh, why do I care, right? If someone is misspreading misinformation, getting the post to go viral, like if it's not me, nothing related to me, why do I care? So I care because of two things. First of all, 
one of the pillars of my business and the things that I care about the most is to lessen people's stress as it relates yeah. to Instagram. Those rumors do the exact opposite. They cause panic. People yeah. take things way out of proportion because imagine like the importance in our lives of one little Instagram feature and how that can impact yeah. our lives. Like, is it a reason for panic? It's not. Still, everybody panics. And then what Laura yeah. said, like I get to work one day and I have a hundred DMs asking, did you yeah. see this? This person posted this. Did you see this? And then on the actual posts of the person, they're tagging me. So what Laura yeah. said, and sometimes I go there and I respond. And then I was like, I'm not going to respond to this anymore because I'm contributing for that post to go viral. Yeah. So I'm done with that. But but it is upsetting. And I'm not going to just ignore all the people freaking out on my DMs. Like, that's my community, yeah, you know? I mean, I think for sure, if, if that person's putting that information out, then we should also, though, feel like we can slide into their DMs and, you know, bring that image over, like, share that to their DMs and say, like, hey, do you have some sources for this? I'm curious because I can't find any information. And then you're not giving them the engagement, but you're asking them to, like, you know, show us what you've got, right? Like, give me the receipts on where you found this info because you know, I can share it with my community if it's legit, but if not... Well, that's where the gatekeeping comes in. It's like, if they reveal their sources to you, then they don't have that clout. They're not the cool secret VIP at Instagram, so... It really keeps this, like, cyclical cycle of, like, a cyclical cycle, which is the only <laughs> way it can be, right? But it's it keeps it where it's, like, very protected and they don't actually have to own up to the fact that some of this stuff is just rumor and hype. And that's how they want it. There was that infamous story of the girl that posted about the saves being more important than anything yeah, and then yeah, people yeah. ask like oh where did you hear this and she says oh our social media manager knows people on Instagram and knows all the secrets that's literally word for word I have a screenshot of it somewhere you have yeah. a screenshot that's hilarious. of course I have 17,000 photos on my phone like they are all screenshots I have the receipts I'm a psycho <laughs> nothing will ever disappear from the internet for real because no. Laura has yeah. the proof yeah I have trust issues yeah. So I think that's the problem. I think then people like us who wants to like tell people what's facts, what's not or whatever, we will yeah. get those posts or we usually don't, but a lot of people like us would do that, share to our DMs and then it's another share to thousands of yeah. our followers to that one person's post and they're all going to go there. I'm like, screenshot it, screenshot it and send it to me. Don't, don't DM it to me. Don't like use the paper airplane. I know. It's yeah. a, I did a post not too long ago and it was just a graphic saying fact, opinion or personal experience. Yeah. And I think it it talks about that a little bit. It's like, can we in our captions, in our copy, be a little more clear to whether it's a fact? And I know we do that all the time. We're like, there's really no data for this. There's no information about this. I love saying that. I'm like, this is based on absolutely nothing maybe where the moon is in the sky tonight like and how i feel right like, i had a dream yeah, last literally. Night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah which is fine it's not like so this is the thing it's not like you can only share facts no you yeah, can right. share your findings you can share your experience and you can also share your suspicions but you have to just be yeah. clear what which one they are just it's not like fine. i suspect that when i you know edit the caption my engagement goes down it's very different than if you edit your captions, Instagram is going to punish you. I'm like, no. Right. It's literally about the, the way you position it. And I think what has happened here, and this is this goes all the way out into media and the internet, data literacy, like us being able to really determine, like from a journalistic standpoint, is this uh, an opinion piece, like you said, or is this like, and I, don't, I think the internet is a little different because we don't require just, you know, the individual content creator 
to have that, you know, integrity to say like, you know, this is an opinion piece, but like you look at it as like thought leadership. This is something that I'm like thinking might be true. And so I'm going to go out and test it for a little while. I'll come back with my findings and like share it with you all. And maybe I'll create some sort of strategy out of it that you can try. But again, like results, not typical, right? Like this is something that like with anybody taking anything, there's no one size fits all or blanket like way for anybody to get a result anyhow. So I think that's why this has to be the end of the guru on any sort of like subject because it just, there's no way on social media for one person's like gate kept hack to like solve all your problems. I think the problem is also that when we just go to jumping to conclusions as an educator, especially on social media or anyone that has an audience, if you have an audience, you have a responsibility. Even if it's 30 Absolutely. people there, you're saying that to 30 people, whether you're saying COVID vaccines don't work or you're saying you feel added your captions, well, you're being very responsible or rather you're being responsible to the effect you're going to have on those people. So I think one thing about Instagram is that there's no way to test things apples to apples. No way. So yeah. you can test the best of your ability and have a guess. If you yeah. post something today and it performs and you post something tomorrow and it doesn't perform, there are so many variables that you cannot say, oh, I because know. I added my caption. And also, yeah. like, people always think that the thing they did the most recently differently is what caused their engagement to go down because engagement is going down ongoing, right? Constantly. It's always yeah. going down because it's simple math. The more people on Instagram, <laughs> the more content each account posts the less people can see yeah. all the content, less engagement. Very simple math. Like I don't, we don't question that to anything else in our lives, um, no. but we question that about Instagram all the time. But then you can notice that it's always the one unusual thing the person did the last that they say this is what's causing engagement to go down. So whether it's I changed my account to business or I switched to creator or I switched yeah. from creator to business or I added in my post or I added a cover to my reels. My reel or I moved my reel off of the page or I only posted it to the front page. Yeah. And then, you know, those rumors start proving themselves wrong as things develop on Instagram. For example, if Instagram didn't want you to put a cover in your reels, would they have recently added the capability, not a hack, <laughs> for yeah, you to go there so, yeah. and add a cover and after the reel it. has been posted or switch a cover after the reels has yeah. been posted? They will not add that if you shouldn't put a cover, if Instagram didn't want no. you to put a cover. I think just those things like start just proving themselves wrong like by themselves. But, yeah. but it takes a long time for people to hear about it. And there's people that are not experts, that are people that don't know any better. They hear it from someone they should trust and they just follow through. It's so true. And even like, I mean, there's one person that, that springs to mind that you and I have talked about that uh, may be responsible for that cover image rumor. And it's interesting because when I went back to the source and I saw the video where they were talking about it, she had a cover, true. And I was also thinking, I was like, you know what, this could really go either way though. Like if I wanted to see what she was trying to say, I could I could argue and be like, oh, she didn't mean it like that. But if I'm like a normal person and I'm scrolling and I'm taking it at face value, 100% what she was saying is that like cover images kill your reach in the algorithm. That's what she was saying. So it's hard because it's like, is the onus on the consumer to be like, what are they really saying? Like, no, like you shouldn't have to do that as the viewer to be like, is that what she means? Like, you don't need to decipher that. I think the responsibility is on the creator to clearly communicate what it is they're trying to say instead of making it this like mysterious, like thing that can be taken one of 10 ways. And then I think since we oh. can't control what they say and how they say it, we can control how we yeah. consume it, right? Like if, I, if someone says, oh, 
jump from the second floor story here and you're going to lose weight, like you don't do it, right? Like you just don't do it. So <laughs> why people are jumping head first? I mean, people are buying followers from an account with a picture of a stock woman with no followers and they think that's a legit, like literally a member of your social team messaged me on the members thing. And I'm not saying anything bad about the people who get confused yeah. by this. But this, this yeah. person sent a screenshot and said, this marketing agency said they sh can help me grow my following. And it was one of those oh. cold DMs mm. from an account that doesn't exist from someone yeah. in a bikini, you know? And I'm like, how can people see through this? So pay attention, mm. look at the account, look at their history. Also think of common sense first, because if things yeah. don't make sense, they're probably not true. Yeah a shared responsibility, right? Like first for the creator, because you're choosing to get on and create content for someone, right? Like you said, there's that responsibility of like, I'm showing up and I'm going to do my due diligence and only share things that I have tried to Google or cite. And if I can't find an original source for this, that I'm going to make sure that people understand that it is like purely my opinion and like, a, yeah, something that I am speculating on. And from like our side, right? Like if you're a social media manager, if you're a business owner, if you're trying to become, you know, a creator and influencer, that as you're learning about these platforms that we are going to like reputable sources first to find the most basic information. And then like you said, Manu, like then it's sort of also, you know, people get scammed and spammed all the time. And that's unfortunate. Like it's it happened to me. Like I've all, almost been phone scammed when I like could not believe a, such an elaborate phone scam that I was like, I feel like that only happens to like elderly people or people who don't understand like, like well, it turned 40, didn't you? Right. <laughs> I, I have a few like, years to like. Guess. This, yeah, I, now at this point, like it, I'm, I'm at the age to get phone scammed. I guess. Yeah, me too. I'm just waiting, <laughs> waiting for it to happen. But at the end of the day, taking this and, and, and kind of running through the checklist of like, how does this affect me or my business? Like, if it were true, what does it mean for me? Or like, what could this potentially like be a rumor? And like, how do you got, kind of go through like the, the checklist in your head of like, before I make a quick, it's just not reacting so quickly, right? Like taking some time and going like, who am I getting my information from? Has it proven to be good information in the past so far? Like, there's like a lot of, a lot of things, right? But I think it's just like, we are moving so quick and we're like reacting so quick. And I think it's about being less reactive. I think a lot of people associate the huge amount of followers with expertise. Credibility. With credibility. Yeah. And it's not always the case. The person we're talking about, about the, you know, the covers for reels is one of the biggest, yeah. you know. And yeah. that same person also said other things that I'm like, one time, literally, yeah. I wrote a letter to this person, like an email that was <laughs> yeah. so long. And I got a canned response from her team. Because there was this whole thing. This person has like half a million followers, right? Yeah. And they did a podcast blog post. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Telling you exactly how they started a brand new account and got to 10K in a From month. Scratch. And this is exactly yeah. what you can do to do it like I did. And I'm like, so you forgot to say that you had another account with half a million people. Yeah that was driving, which actually 10K in a month when you have half a million people, it's very little. Like, can I give yeah. you some tips, you know? So yeah. that is what happens to our audience, people you work with, our students and our community, that they think that there's something wrong with them because yeah. they're like, this person told me to just show up put my face on stories, be, be authentic. authentic and consistent. And you guys know I have a beef with like the be authentic and consistent advice, because to me, that's just like saying, yeah. show up at work. 
That's like this it's bare, dreams, bare minimum. Right? You build yeah. it, it's the bare minimum. Yeah. Then yeah. what you do there, you know, it's what makes a difference. Yeah. Um, and then this is why people feel like, oh, engagement is now people hate me. Everybody else is growing to 10K yeah. by being authentic and consistent. What's wrong with me? And that's yeah. what really pains me to see people like that wasting time because then people think that they need to compensate somehow. And then they will listen yeah. to the advice saying that you should engage with hashtags for an hour a day. Or post three reels a day or like cutting corners somewhere else in their life to make that happen. Can we even just talk about the fact that like everybody, like you said, I think it goes back to your therapist conversation, Laura, where like <laughs> people, the way we're consuming the, our attention spans, we all want quick fixes, answers, hacks, secrets, tips, things that are going to get us to the finish line much faster. We want Amazon, you know, one day, same day delivery. And so like in that capacity with our business, we want those same quick, fast results. And everybody's kind of selling that potion as well by using a social media or a platform like Instagram. And I mean, for some people, it can work and you can go viral and that, that kind of thing happens. But what people are forgetting is like just the fundamentals and the basics, right? Like the reason they don't know if it's a hack or if it's a rumor is because they don't even understand the features. Like they don't even understand the platform fully. And so like, I think, in the what we really want to push maybe this whole year is like for people to get back to basics and like Instagram is becoming an entirely different platform than it was three years ago even than it, than it was last year right like it's evolving therefore we even just need to get back to basics and understand what we're trying to do with it before we even try to hack it or we try to like you know get around it get a secret and like try to get there faster like do you even know how to use it just in, as a basic the whole thing you know I talk a lot about the regrams as well literally yeah. against Instagram terms of use if you just post someone else's content with proper credit people love the proper credit i don't care like if if you come steal my purse but then you tell everybody it's mine it's not gonna make anything better like so proper credit can go you know uh suck it but i think like people don't understand that's literally against the terms people can go file an infringement form against you instagram takes that content down a few strikes your account is gone and then people are like, yeah. Instagram is uh, silencing us. No, it's not. It's like you're yeah. infringing the yeah. terms. No one knows the terms. It's not that hard. People think maybe that's like reading your manual of how like your dishwasher work. Yeah. It's really not. We could do a whole episode. We could actually do an episode to make the terms of service fun on Instagram. Let's just go over them. I went live on yeah. Instagram and read the freaking terms. The community guidelines are part of the terms, right? And the ones that talk about you can only post content that you want the rights to, it's like the first yeah. thing. It's so clear. Yeah. It's one paragraph. Social media managers don't get to that. And that baffles me because you literally can yeah. lose an account for your client. Like you can literally destroy their accounts by just posting content from other people. They don't read it. Last year, I was doing like a series of reels on like things from the community guidelines and people would be like, where did you hear this? This is not true. And I'm like, it's literally <laughs> right here. I, I literally am like section five, subsection A, clause three. Like I was just like, it's there. Like people with much bigger accounts than mine were like, you have no business being an Instagram educator. I'm like, it's like the first page of the community guidelines. No, like, I love when people are like yeah. source and I'm like the Instagram like, terms Instagram. of use. Community yeah. guidelines, term three or My whatever. Girl. Like, <laughs> I, I'm and and it's totally. a, and I get it. I, I mean, there's people beginning everything, right? And I think a lot mm -hmm. of people use those terms like, oh, this here's a hack, and they they don't know um, exactly what hack means. They don't know that they're doing wrong. They they think that's how people use the term. So I do think there are totally. people that legit don't have EU, you know, 
uh, intentions when they're doing that. But I think yeah. I think if you want to do this job, you have to learn. You can't just go and be like, okay, I'm going to be a doctor today. You know, it's like... <laughs> start cutting people open. Yeah. Yeah, you have to learn. Well, like Read the fine print. Don't follow anyone like they're your guru and do your due diligence. I think also like one thing I've been thinking a lot just for us to wrap and maybe you guys have a thought on this too. It's the overnight successes, right? Someone mm -hmm. has an overnight success on their blog and become like a really famous influencer or whatever, or grow just because they did a bunch of reels when they're dancing and it's completely unrelated yeah. to Instagram strategy. And then they go and they out of a sudden have an agency or become an educator. And it's yeah. not how it works because you have that one experience because of that one unique thing you did. Maybe you traveled the world or you look like a model or whatever yeah. that is, right? So I think like keep an eye out for overnight successes. Like people who are yeah. really doing the work and learning and have experience across the years hardly ever go viral. I want to add to that that you can check the age of someone's account on their profile. One of my favorite things is when I go to someone's profile and they're like, I grew 500K in four minutes. And it's like, did you? And you go look at their account age and it's like, this account's been open since 2012. It's like, you've been on Instagram experimenting, putting in the work, making mistakes like everyone else. Please do not position yourself as someone who grew your account to 500K in two minutes. That's, I think that's rude. And that's another good way for you to find, like if you're in doubt about those DMs that you get or even yeah. someone or some account that you don't know if they're legit or not. Also, you can look to see if that account history, right? When you click yes, on the exactly three dots, when you go to their profile yeah. and you see if they ever had any other handles. Yes, that's mm. you and I have done that one a few times. <laughs> we had that one, that one, that one guy I'm thinking of now yeah. that used to be yeah. like a weightlifter or something that went viral yeah. and pretended he was an educator. So yeah, it's yeah. fun. It's fun. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. It's I feel good. like I cannot it's buy my tongue in this episode. Exposing them. Yeah. We're giving you the tools to expose them yourselves. To yeah, because I'm not going to get yeah. up here and call people out. I want people to like have their own opinions and be like, oh, that is a little sus or fishy or whatever the kids are calling it. Awesome. So I'm so glad we tuned in to chat about rumors, features, or hacks. So I guess the big takeaway here is that we want you to be equipped to be on the lookout for these things, be on the lookout for the lingo, the terminology, anything that seems a little bit suspicious or a little fishy. Um, we basically want you to walk away from this episode feeling empowered to know if something is a rumor or a hack or, you know, having the tools to double check that there is some validity to the crazy claims we see on Instagram. And also think I that am. nothing is, you know, so, so important that it's going to ruin your life. I think that's a big takeaway yes. too. I'm just telling everybody bye. I'm like, bye everyone. You're on your thanks so much for listening to the close friends no filter podcast if you enjoyed this episode we'd love for you to leave us a review or share it with your close friends and make sure to follow this podcast so you never miss a new episode you can learn more about each of us submit your questions or new episode ideas or just say hi by heading to www.closefriendsnofilter.com or by following us on Instagram at close friends, no filter.